Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hey, happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to Alesmith Brewing Company. We are in uh, San Diego. Home of the Padres, it is Friar Friday, and a really nice crowd out here. Appreciate everybody coming out. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby alongside here at Ale House. Let's hear it from Matt Scraby. He never gets a round of applause. <laughs> wow, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, all right, that's enough for Scraby. Wait, now, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> we also bring in, of course, the great Tony Gwynn Jr., hey, who is in New York City getting ready for tonight's game between the Padres <laughs> And the Mets. Tony, how are you? How is the scene in the Big Apple? Well, right now it's a, it's an empty stadium. Mets are starting to take some infield. I have my lineups written down. Um, and I'm watching uh, Helsley really struggle right now in this ninth inning. He's walked the bases loaded now. And uh, this finish should be in. It's, it's an exciting day uh, for baseball, but specifically for the San Diegans out there who have been waiting so long uh, for this chance to, to watch their ball club perform on the big stage. And there's no bigger stage than New York City. So it should be fun tonight. No question about it, Tony. It's it's one thing, and it's exciting to be in the playoffs. For some reason, it takes another level up when you're in New York City and yeah. you're getting ready to take on the New York Mets, which the Padres are doing tonight. Joe Musgrove is not starting tonight, but he is going to be on the program. He's going to join us at about 3 o'clock live from New York, so uh, we're looking forward to that. Of course, you, Darvish, will get the start against Max Scherzer. And uh, all we've seen so far today in the baseball playoffs, Tony is pitching. Uh, Cleveland uh, knocked off Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. Tremendous performance by Shane Bieber. Shane McClanahan pitched well for Tampa Bay, but Jose Ramirez hit a two-run homer to make the difference in that game. And now St. Louis, as you just pointed out, trying to hang on to a 2 nothing lead over Philadelphia Phillies are batting in the top of the ninth inning. Ryan Helsley, who has been nothing but lights out all year long for the Cardinals, an all-star, just walked the bases loaded, and the Phillies trailing 2-0 have a chance here with one out, and Alex Bohm at the plate will keep you up to date with that game. Uh, Again, uh, starting pitching dominated. The Cardinals didn't score until the seventh inning on a home run by Yepes, a two-run shot that uh, provided the Cardinals with this lead. Meanwhile, the Mariners jumped out to a 3-0 lead in Toronto. Cal Raleigh hit a two-run homer to help the Mariners take an early lead in that ball game. And Helsley just hit Alex Bohm with a pitch mm. to force in a run. So the Phillies have made it 2-1. The bases are still loaded, just one out in the top of the ninth inning. 
That's the kind of pressure I'm looking forward to being squarely in the middle of tonight, Tony, because I think it's going to be just so tight tonight. I, you know, watching the playoff game today just has gotten me really geeked up for tonight because I know that's the kind of baseball we're going to see tonight. Yo, only in the playoffs can you get hit by 101 and get up and clap your hands like, let's go. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's right. amazing. It, it, it's funny. It's funny. The pitch the, at bat before this after, or I should say a couple pitches before this where Helsley threw the ball in the dirt, Yadier looked into the, the the dugout almost like signaling, hey, I don't know. This is this is imploding pretty fast. And so, uh, listen, we we've, you and I have been talking about it all year, and it usually – uh, was centered around the Padres and the low scoring. And and what you're seeing right now is playoff baseball, these runs are so hard to come by. I mean, without the home runs today, uh, they're probably there's a lot of these games are one nothing games at this at yeah. that point. And so um, I, I expect it to be the same way all the way up and down through the playoffs. I think that is a a huge I should say that favors the Padres if the scores are going to be like that uh, because that's how they played ball all season long. So I, I'm, I'm like you, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm geeked up. I have done – I've been sitting in the hotel room watching baseball all day and just like thinking back at the time where, when I had the opportunity to play in the playoffs, I ran into Joe Musgrove this morning coming back from a workout and, you know, he, he's talking about it, too. You know, last time he was in it was 2017. He had been kind of relegated to the bullpen. And he, he heard him mention he didn't really feel like he was a part of that. And, you know, he's going to have an opportunity to certainly be a part of it in a major, major way this time around. And I think everybody's probably feeling those same butterflies, that same kind of, you know, weightless feeling that you have. But uh, a lot of these guys have been through it once before, and I think that'll help couple of big storylines for this Padre-Met game one tonight. Number one, a little surprised to see that Starling Marte is on the Mets postseason roster for this series. Remember, we talked about him probably not being able to play at all in this series. Uh, the Mets are going to hope that he can help them in some way, shape, or form this weekend. The other thing is that the Padres' starting lineup has been announced, and uh, I think it would surprise some people that Brandon Drury is not in the Padres' starting lineup tonight. Uh, Will Myers is going to play first base. Josh Bell is going to DH. And uh, Drury's the odd man out. It, it all comes down to numbers, crunching numbers. Josh Bell's right. had good career success against Max Scherzer. So he gets the call. Drury gets to seat, sit tonight. The one good thing about Drury not starting is that he's capable of coming in in the eighth he's, inning in a big spot and a pinch hit. He, and, uh, you know, that's uh, some of the depth that the Padres hopefully will be you know, able to flash in this series, Tony. Yeah, he's the ace in, in, in Bo Mel's back pocket, right? I mean, to bring a guy like like that off the bench late, that's a that's a huge benef- benefit for, for the Padres. Um, and, and it's pretty simple why Will Myers. Will Myers has got good numbers. I think he's 7 for 25 against Scherzer, whereas Drury's 1 for 11 uh, going yeah. up against Scherzer. So, listen, it, it, this time of year you're, you're leaning heavily on prior matchups and things like that until you get into the thick of a series and you see how guys may or may not be swinging the bat well. Um, uh, so, it, I mean, yes, it's a surprise because Drury was in the lineup pretty much every day that he wasn't hurt. But, again, this is about matchups specifically in the playoffs. And uh, Bo Mel going with uh, with Will, Will Myers to play first and, and Josh Bell to, de- to be the designated hitter. But 
Um, again, this is going to be a lot of fun. I can't. I, I know I've said that like four times now, but yeah. it's really going to be a lot of fun. That's the one thing about playing the last game of the day. I mean, you just get a little more geeked up. I mean, you have a lot more time to think about it. Yeah. You have a lot more time for the for the anxiety to increase. You know, I, I imagine when you're playing a day game, Tony, you get up, you have a little breakfast, you're already out at the ballpark into your routine, whereas for a late-night game like this in New York City, you got to manage your day a little bit, you know, oh, and yeah. uh, everybody's probably got a little different way of going about doing that, but... You know, until the bus leaves for the stadium, you got to figure out, you know, how to how to best spend your time. Uh, yeah, I, I'm um, I I not, I'm positive that these guys had a hard time trying to figure out what to do to keep themselves occupied while they waited for the first bus time, which was I think one fifteen. First bus was one fifteen, two fifteen. I'm sure that was a long wait for most of these guys. And uh, but here we are, man. As you said. It, it playoffs is already a big deal, but when you're on when you're in New York, it's it's even bigger. And the fact that the Padres are the prime time game really throughout the first wild card rounds, um, I, I think that speaks to that that they feel like this is the mat, best matchup of the of the four series. All right, little update on this St. Louis game. Ryan Helsley uh, had to leave the game after he hit Bohm with a pitch to force in a run. Uh, calling it a hand injury, so the uh, Cardinals brought in a reliever, Andre Pallant, a right-hander, had all the time he wanted to warm up, so that's why uh, there was a bit of a delay in that game. Now these are back in action with the bases loaded, down by a run. Gene Segura is at the plate, 2-1 to one St. Louis, trying to hang on against the Phillies. The Cardinals were a perfect 93-0 and this year when they led after eight innings, and again, that's why it's fun to talk about all those numbers, but then the playoffs come around, you can just throw them right out the window because stuff out. like this throw, happens. They mean nothing. They mean nothing. Helsley, <laughs> has, Helsley has been pretty much unhittable the entire season, and he comes out here today. And listen, this is the other thing, right? There are a bunch of teams in the playoffs that are leaning on young guys who haven't had this type of experience, and you just don't know how they're going to respond when the what do I say? When the lights are at its brightest and the stage is at its biggest, you don't know how the young guys are going to respond. Some of them respond awesome. Some of them struggle. Yeah. Well, uh, one guy that I think a lot of Padre fans are looking to respond tonight is Juan Soto, and you know, I mean, this is the the bright lights, the biggest stage. This is where Juan Soto has been at his best. Won that home run derby. He's had great success uh, in the playoffs and won a World Series with the Washington Nationals. Certainly not putting it on his shoulders, but I think the Juan Soto we saw during the regular season, Tony, at least with San Diego, time to for him to turn the page. And I imagine he he seems like he is really, really itching to get going and try to put this uh, disappointment behind him and show the Padres and their fans why they got him. I think that's a. Bit, I think the the idea that Juan Soto has. Uh has struggled the entire time is a bit misleading. I just went through because, you know, obviously the numbers start at zero today. So, you know, putting the numbers in was a little bit different today. So I had to go last 15. His yeah. last 15 games, this guy is hitting 309 with a 424 on base and a 545 slug. So he has certainly been kind of raising his level as we get closer and closer to this time. And as we've been saying, you want to be playing your best baseball when you get to the postseason. Not only do I think the Padres are playing their best baseball as they get to the postseason, but those guys you mentioned, Machado, Soto, uh, Cronenworth, 
all of a sudden their last 15 have looked pretty good and are starting to kind of get rolling. Cronenworth, maybe his last seven, he's looked a lot better. Uh, but the, the main guys that you're talking about, even Profar, he's he's up there over 300 the last 15. Those are the guys you want uh, swinging the bat well. Just a quick update, two-run single by Segura to give the, the Phillies a 3-2 lead. By the way, Segura and Rio Multa had played over 1,000 games without reaching the postseason. Today is their first postseason games uh, in their career. Let me ask you this, Tony, because going back to that bases-loaded single by Gene Segura, and this is, this is exactly why I love the playoffs, but the decision by the Cardinals with the bases loaded and a one-run lead and one out was to play the infield in. Segura's ground ball would have been handled by Tommy Edmond at second base had the infield been back. But I don't think the Cardinals could have turned the double play. Right. The Phillies would have scored the tying run. Do you think, obviously it was the wrong way to play it, but those are the kind of second-guessing, bringing the infield in and giving up the opportunity for a, you know, a little ground ball to squeeze through there and now has given the Phillies the lead. That's the first question you're going to get when you get to the post-game press conference, and that's why baseball at this time of year is the best. It's awesome. I mean, Thompson just tried to do a suicide squeeze there to yeah. give them a two-run lead. It didn't work out. But, yeah, I mean, they probably don't turn to double play, which is probably why he calculated – Let's go for the win here. Let's prevent this run. Yeah. Now, you know, obviously it didn't, it didn't work out. They gave up two on a ball that would have certainly been at least one out. And, yes. you know, that's, that, that is, that is, and so I guess is it a bad decision? Yeah, it is because it didn't work. But if it works, it's a great decision, and this is something we talked about yesterday. That's right. Yeah, these managers, and uh, we got two of the best in this series with Bob Melvin going up against Buck Showalter, but they're going to have to answer for every strategical move, and that's why postseason baseball is so fantastic. Well, it has been a long time, San Diego. Are you guys, can you wait just another couple of hours for this game to get started out there? I tell you, this, the group at Alesmith, they're, they're, they want the first pitch to be thrown right about now, but uh, we got a couple of hours until our pregame show. As I said, Joe Musgrove is going to join us at 3 o'clock. We'll have a countdown, a special countdown a little bit later. It is a Friar Friday. We're going to count down our top five moments of the Padres season. So you can start thinking of those and uh, see how your list matches up with ours. But uh, Tony will be with us from New York for a little bit more. We'll uh, take a break here. And uh, the Phillies just snuck another run across on a ground ball. And uh, the uh, pinch runner beat the throw home. So 4-2 Phillies. In the top of the ninth. More from Alesmith Brewing Company. It is Gwyn and Chris. Very special Friar Friday. It is the start of the playoffs. We are so thrilled to be with you. So glad you're with us on San Diego's number one sports talk station. 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming to you live this afternoon from Alesmith Brewing Company right off Miramar Road here in San Diego. There's still plenty of time to come on by. Join us. Padres baseball coming up a little bit later on. It is Chris Zello. It is Matt Scraby. Together here at Alesmith, Tony Gwynn Jr. has gone downstairs in uh, New York to get ready for his broadcast tonight with Jesse Agler. Padres baseball gets started at 5.07 and 10 seconds. Nope, not 10 seconds. It's actually 5.07 and 20 seconds. We've done this so many times, Chris, and I can't handle it anymore. The delay is 20 seconds now? We, I, we told it went from yesterday. 7 seconds to 10 seconds to 20 seconds. I can't do this again. I can't, I really, wait. I, I can't do it here in front of everybody. Please. I, I cannot wait that long for Padres baseball, but it is coming up. Sammy Lev will have the pregame show at 4 o'clock following our program want to remind everybody, Fright Nights right here at Alesmith, they start on October the 14th. They're going to have a haunted brewery experience. And with this, they launched Evil Dead Red, a hoppy red ale. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com. Have you so, ever seen Evil Dead, Chris? Do I look like I have? I mean, it's a great horror movie. Come on. I'm not a horror movie fan. Okay. Anybody out there seen Evil Dead? And a big okay, reaction from one. the peanut yeah. gallery. Did you, ex- did you expect more? It is a great movie. You see, the only every movie you've ever seen is a great movie. Well, because I only watch great movies, Chris. No, that's not true. Okay. I've seen some of the movies you watch before. Can you tell we've spent too much time with each other this week? Yeah, we're a little tired of each other. It's time for <laughs> baseball for sure. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The St. Louis Cardinals are tired of this top of the ninth inning. The Philadelphia Phillies scored six runs in the top of the ninth inning to turn around a 2-0 deficit and take a 6-2 lead. The fifth run caught my eye because the Phillies had runners on the corners with one out, a bouncer to the left side that Nolan Arenado normally just scoops up in his sleep. He reached for it and he missed it and went right into left field for a base hit. That got the fifth run in. I'm always so sad to see Nolan Arenado have a misplay on defense. (laughs) I'm sure you are. One of these days, Manny Machado is going to get that long overdue gold glove. Hopefully this will be the year. But, uh, yeah, Ryan Helsley, the closer for the Cardinals, walked the bases loaded, hit a batter to force in a run. Gene Segura with a two-run single. And just like that, the Philadelphia Phillies have turned it around. So 6-2 Philadelphia going to the bottom of the ninth. Seattle continues to lead Toronto 3 nothing. They're in the fourth inning in Toronto. Uh, earlier today, Cleveland beat Toronto 2-1, to one, and with that, and the, Shane the playoffs are underway. Yes, they are. I yeah, did. the Shane-off was, uh, lived up to expectations. Both, sure both Shanes pitched very well. McClanahan for Tampa Bay and the winner, Shane Bieber, for the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go the no, other way. No, no. I thought you were going to go the other way. It's been a whole season now. I'm finally used to it. 
Hey, Juan Soto doing a press conference in New York City. We're going to carry that for you at the bottom of the hour, so you'll get a chance to hear from Juan Soto. Uh, earlier today, the Padres not only announced uh, their, well, we got their lineup in a little while ago, but their roster for this series. Mike Clevenger not included in the roster. Surprised by that. Uh, I'm not necessarily I, surprised. I uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, because I think, you know, hopefully you're not going to need a long reliever, right? Hopefully these guys are all going to pitch well. But if you need a right-handed long reliever, you've already got one. You've got Nick Martinez. And this way you got a left-handed long reliever in Sean Manaya if you choose to go that way. And it could have something to do with the illness Clevenger uh, went through, uh, apparently tested positive for COVID earlier this week. So uh, he was delayed in getting to New York. He will not be on this roster, but he will certainly be available for the Dodgers series. And uh, that's how that's going to work. Here's the other shocker to me. The Mets just brought their lineup out. And yeah, maybe, maybe this is just Buck Showalter playing games. But they said all week that Starling Marte wasn't going to be able to play in this series. Guess what? He's not only in the series, he's in the starting lineup tonight for the New York Mets batting sixth. That's so so annoying to me. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if people know that he's in the lineup or not. To me, at least, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it matters to me only because he's really good. Well, and, no, and I, I wish know, he wasn't in the lineup. Why hide it all week? I'm so annoyed by that. Why hide it all week? Yeah. Maybe Buck Showalter truly didn't know whether or not he'd be available. That's not Did a, you ever think no, of that? that's not a possibility. Did you ever think that Buck Showalter's just playing it on the up and up and he just really thought Starling Marte wasn't going to be able to play? And then, alas, Starling Marte woke up this morning and his finger was healed. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. You don't think that's what happened? No, but here, I think, uh, I read a lot this morning about Buck Showalter being a little too cute with his starters in game one and two i don't know that it's a good idea for him to be overthinking it like he is with the max scherzer game one maybe jacob Degrom game two maybe jacob Degrom game three it's just it's just weird and i wouldn't mess with that stuff um i don't think too many managers would i think you'd rather tell your starting pitcher exactly what game he's pitching so he can prepare for it buck showalter likes to be secretive and i i will tell you this if the mets lose this series uh, Show Walter will be under criticism for his, you know, funky handling of his pitching staff. But, yeah. you know, it makes some sense on the surface that you go with Scherzer, you save DeGrom for game three if you win game one. But I I kind of agree with you, Scraby. I, I mentioned it the other day. I, I don't really like the, the secretiveness. Uh, your players normally perform better when they know what's going on. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe behind the scenes the Mets players all do know what's going on. But in this case, DeGrom and Bassett, the two starting pitchers, are both wondering if they're going to pitch game two or game three, and they won't know until tonight's game is over. It's not the same preparation. I would like to know, you know, well ahead of time exactly what game I'm pitching. So I hope this move comes back to bite Showalter in the hiney. <laughs> I, I hope it does, too. I, I just think that, you know, Max Scherzer is a great option always for any team. Sure. But Jacob DeGrom has proven that he's a, probably a better pitcher than Max Scherzer. you got to go out, and I'm not saying that I want the Mets to win because that's not what I want to happen, but you got to go out and try to win game one. So this is, I think, falling into the benefit of the Padres, hopefully. Well, we'll see. I mean, Scherzer has more experience than DeGrom. He's pitching uh, in the postseason for about the you know hundredth time, so I don't have a problem with him making the first start. But I would be I would be coming back with Degrom in Game Two if I were in New York. But I'm not in New York, 
and I don't care because uh, the Padres are going to hopefully be able to hit whoever it is that Showalter throws out there. Uh, Chris, real quick. Yeah. Because we're here and they have uh, we're at Alesmith Brewing Company off of Alesmith Court in Mira Mesa, but there is the Tony Gwynn Museum here. Yes, and, there is. It's uh, beautiful just off to our right over there. Yes. Everybody else is left if you haven't been there. Yes, it's great. I, I went in there uh, when we came here for his birthday a couple years ago, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. But, you know, the 394 season is what I usually get asked about most. Like, what does Tony say about his dad's 394 season? And so now I've never actually asked you about your recollections of Tony Gwynn's 394 season. He never got out. He that's, never got that's out. That's what yes. I recollect about that. He never got <laughs> out. I mean, he got two hits every game, and his average was, you know, he was headed towards 400 when he the was. strike happened. So, you know, I have no doubt that he probably would have pulled it off. As difficult as it is, he was in such a groove that entire season. The problem, you know, the thing I remember honestly a little bit more than that, though, was just the doom and gloom of a baseball season ending. I mean, it didn't didn't just surprisingly end. They didn't just get to the middle of July that year and go, hey, I got an idea. Let's cancel the rest of the season. It was looming the entire April and May and June that these yo-yos at the time, (laughs) Bud Selig leading the group on one side and, you know the ownership and the and the player the whole thing was was collapsing. Yeah. So it, it looked all the while like it was gonna collapse. So there was almost a sense of you know if Tony's gonna hit 400, he's gonna have to get to 400 before they cancel the season. Because it was like every other time there's always been a player strike. Even this year, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. not a strike, but there was a lockout this year yeah. that delayed the season a week. You never really felt like it was gonna be canceled no back in 1994 i recall feeling like you know what the season is going to be canceled it's just they're not going to make it all of this is a waste of time and so when tony was raising his average it was seemed like a race to see if he could get to 400 before they canceled the season that that i mean it's unfortunate that it got lost in that a little bit the 394 and that's why ale smith has made 394 pale l's because we want to remember that 394 season and since, I mean, I haven't had a 394 Pale Ale, but if anybody out there ha- has one right now, raise it up because uh, we are saluting Tony Gwynn right now for his 394 season. Uh, the 394 beer actually is a collaboration with the Gwynn family and Ale Smith. It's San Diego's hometown beer. August 6th, he hit his 2,000th hit, Chris, and I know you know when he hit the 3,000th hit. Also on August 6th. Also on August 6th. Yeah. 6th. So, Just a few years later. Yeah, if you haven't checked out the Tony Gwynn Museum here at Alesmith, you need to come down here. But uh, 394 is San Diego's favorite pale ale. All right, very nicely done, Scraby. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break from Alesmith Brewing Company. On the flip side of this, we're going to hear from Juan Soto in New York. We'll continue the conversation, get you ready for... The ball game tonight, the Padres and the Mets. Game one of the National League Wild Card Series. Pre-game show at 4 o'clock. First pitch shortly after 5 o'clock this evening. You Darvish, Max Scherzer matching up. And uh, we'll see if the, the Padres are trying to do something they haven't done, you know, since 2006, which is win a playoff game on the road. It has been a long time. They've only won five playoff games on the road in franchise history. Oh, yeah, because that wild card round was at home. The entire wild yeah. card round against St. Louis was at home. And, uh, yeah, so they, they this is you got a chance for something pretty special tonight. You don't get a lot of road playoff wins, but I have a funny feeling the Padres are going to get one tonight. 
We'll take our break, come back. More Gwen and Chris leading up to tonight's first pitch from A.L. Smith Brewing Company on San Diego's home for Padre Baseball and the number one sports talk station in San Diego, 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Cronenworth swings, skies one to deep right field, headed towards the pole, Canna's looking up, it's gonna go! A three-run homer for Jake Cronenworth, moonshot to right, into the Petco porch, and this thing is blown all the way open, 11-0 here in the fifth. Highlights of a great 2022 season for the Padres, which has provided... The seventh playoff berth in franchise history. It all gets underway tonight on 97.3. The fan, the Padres, and the New York Mets. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby on Gwyn and Chris coming to you live today from Ale Smith Brewing Company up in Miramar. And uh, it is a final in St. Louis. Nice. The Philadelphia Phillies knock off the St. Louis Cardinals 6-3. to three. Cardinals did score a run in the bottom of the ninth. And got the tying run to the plate, but Yadier Molina struck out with two runners aboard. In that game, the Phillies trailed 2-0 going to the top of the ninth inning. They scored six runs in the top of the ninth inning. That is the most runs any team has ever scored in the ninth inning of a postseason game when they entered the ninth inning trailing. Really? It's never happened before. That seems And that is something, well, that's something fun about postseason baseball. You never quite know what you're going to see. Earlier today, Cleveland beat Tampa Bay 2-1, and Seattle has just added a run. They lead Toronto 4-0 in the bottom of the fifth, north of the border. But, of course, we're focused on Padres and Mets. First pitch coming up a little after 5 o'clock this evening and uh, jesse and tony will have the call now keep in mind this is the only place you can hear your local announcers broadcast the game that's right so scraby is going to tell us how you sync up your radio to your television because i clearly have no clue how to do it yes you clearly have no clue how to do it but what you do is here's how i would do it i would wait for the first pitch to happen on TV, and then I would pause it, and I would wait for Jesse to announce that the first pitch happened, and then you'll hear the pop of the glove or the the connection with the bat, and then you can start your TV, and then you'll be on there because there is a slight delay. Did you say connection of the bat? I've never heard that phrase before yeah, I, in I my life. Yeah, I don't know why I said connection. Could the, it be the, the crack, crack of the, of the bat? bat? There we go, the is crack of the bat. Is that what you were bat. looking for yes. there, the crack of the bat? Yes, the crack of the bat, yes. not the connection yes. of the bat. But you know that highlight we came back with, the Jake yes. Cronenworth three-run home run? three-run home run, yes. Uh, that was the night that I was there, and the Jake Cronenworth home run literally flew over my head because I got great seats thanks to listener Troy. And we were down on the field, and it flew over my head. And that was also the night that I uh, saved J.D. Davis's life, and we became best friends. Uh, J.D. Davis, when he was playing for the New York when Mets. When he was playing for the New York Mets. Yes, so, he yes. was uh, chasing a foul ball down the first baseline. 
Scraby somehow had first row tickets. <laughs> I don't know who fell asleep at the switch to allow that to happen. I don't know either. But you were sitting in the front row. I was. And J.D. Davis fell into your lap attempting to get that uh, foul ball. J.D. Davis was so tra- traumatized by the experience. Not traumatized. Thankful. Yes, he was. Thankful. No, he was, he was so traumatized he asked for a trade away from the Mets, <laughs> and they sent him to the San Francisco Giants in midseason. But why would he want to be in division more? He was traumatized he by was that traumatized. visit. He needed to get okay. out of that uniform. It was, right. it was a whole thing. You know, Chris, I am fine. <laughs> like, I am, we're moving past that. I am really getting pumped up for this game because you know what I saw on the back TV over there with the Mariners and the Blue Jays playing? Right. I saw them scrolling the Padres lineup. That is official. It's that official. is when you know that you are in the playoffs is when they're telling you what the lineup is during another game. Well, if you are uh, just tuning in, the Padres lineup is indeed out for tonight. The one uh, surprising note, Brandon Drury is not in the starting lineup. Josh Bell will be playing first base, and Will Myers will be the DH. If you're wondering who's going to be starting in center field tonight, Trent Grisham got the call. He will be batting eighth in center field. Trent, tonight, if ever, would be a great night to connect on one of those home runs. Padres could use anything they can get against Max Scherzer. Is all forgotten for Trent Grisham if he connects with a home run that wins the game? If he hits a two-run home run to win the game tonight, we will forgive his season. So uh, the other storyline, which I think is a big one, Starling Marte, who is one of the best players in baseball, he was not supposed to be uh, on the even on the Mets postseason roster for this series. Not only on the roster, he's in the starting lineup tonight for the New York Mets. So the Padres will have to deal with a tough customer in Starling Marte tonight as uh, Buck Showalter's playing his postseason games, said all week that Marte wasn't even be on the roster. And then voila, there he is right on the, in the starting lineup tonight. Yeah, I, I like how he's Did trying. I just say Vela? I think you went to say voila. I, that's what I meant to and say. And you didn't say, you said Vela. I kind of mispronounced it. <laughs> so. I think, uh, I think uh, what's his name? Buck Showalter, that's his name. I you, think he's playing. He's you playing think he's going to overthink himself? He's overthinking. He's playing the Bill Belichick game, and he's not Bill Belichick. Yeah. Only Bill Belichick can play that game. All right, well, let's see if it comes back to bite Buck Showalter. All right, uh, as we carry on and get you ready for game one tonight, Juan Soto was uh, handling a press conference in New York City this afternoon. Soto, of course, probably the biggest act, one of the biggest acquisitions the Padres have ever made, uh, one of the biggest trades in baseball history, they called it at the time, and Soto came over along with Josh Bell from the Washington Nationals. Padres sent a bunch of players to D.C. Juan Soto... He's his best, normally on a big stage. Here's what he had to say this afternoon in New York. Juan, you had that experience back in 2019, an incredible postseason experience. How does that prepare you for this? What did you learn from that time that you can take into this experience now? Uh, just the same thing. Uh, try to control the, the momentum. Don't, don't try to speed up the game. Try to control it. Stay calm and do what you know to do. Do whatever you came to do and what you've been doing the whole year. You had a great finish to the season, hitting over 300 for the last three weeks. You've mentioned before that you have a lot of experience playing against the Mets. You, you love to play this team. How prepared do you feel to make an impact in this postseason, swinging the way you have and playing a team that you've had success against? I mean, I've been playing pretty well the last couple of days, like you said. I think I'm just going to bring that. I mean, I never think about my numbers in this stadium or anything like that. i just thinking i got to come play and try to beat them try to do my best to beat them, and 
I've been having a little bit of success against this team, and I'm proud of it, and I'm going to keep trying to do the same thing. As far as your, ma- your matchup with Max Scherzer, you guys have had a great relationship. You've talked a lot about what you learned from him being a teammate with his. Did you get a chance to talk to him before this series, or are you guys combatants now, batter <laughs> versus pitcher? Uh, no, I, I didn't get the chance to talk to him, but I bet he he, he don't want to talk to me at all. Uh, I faced him through the year, and <clears throat> he don't even look at my face. So he's yeah, I respect that. He's really concentrated on his game. He's not worrying about if we're friends or not. We're friends outside of the field, and he just came in, came in to do his, his stuff. So I respect that, and for me, for my way, same team. Don't be, I won't be scared to show for him. You go far left, Chelsea. Hey, Juan. Um, now that you look back on the trade and everything, just how difficult was it to you know, kind of get traded away from the only team you ever knew and, and come across the country? And when did you start to feel comfortable and like it was normal that you're a, a San Diego Padre? Uh, you know, it was really tough the last uh, first two, three days. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was really tough. It, it was. I was a national, and I was thinking I would spend my life there. And uh, but they showed me it is what it is. It's a business. We just got to go through it. Uh, I think since the first day I get to San Diego, all my teammates, coaches, and everybody made me feel like home. And around a week, I was already feeling I was there for the whole year. So I feel very comfortable. I'm proud that of my teammates and my coaches. All the people are in that clubhouse, they've been great the whole year. So uh, they made me feel at home right away. And that's one of the most important things. We'll be here on the right, Barry, in the front. Hey, Juan, uh, just piggybacking off of that, how long did it actually take you to get comfortable in the lineup and on the field? Because last time I, one of the last times I saw you, you were in Arizona. And you, know, you were struggling to, to get over 200 as a Padre. What was the growth experience like for you just adapting to a different offense and play, being in a different situation? Uh, I think it just it is what it is. You know, uh, we humans, we struggle. Uh, we, we have tough times. Uh, whenever I get to this team, you know, it's a way better lineup and it's a way, way better, different. It's a way different way to how they pitch you. As as I was in the Nationals, uh, they pitched me really different. Uh, I was playing another division that I face every year, but I didn't get to face all those guys. So now I I get to see them and face them a lot, and it was a little bit tough. But we got to get used to it and keep moving forward. And that's what I did. I forget about my numbers and everything. I just get to grind every day and try to help the team. Either I have to get a runner in or get him over, I will, I will do it anyway. So uh, when you were traded, before you were traded, you turned down a sizable offer from the Nationals. Now, what do you think the market's going to be like for a guy like Judge in the offseason? Uh, I don't know about Judge. I worry about my stuff. Uh, I'm Juan Soto. I'm here to worry about my stuff. and. My stuff is go out there and play baseball. Forget about everything else. Just go out there, play, and try to bring a championship to San Diego. Far left, Jake. Uh, Juan, when you first came to San Diego, who were some of the guys on the team that made you feel welcome, made you feel at home? I mean, Manny and Pro, 
and uh, Alfaro, all those guys that were around me, and they were really cool, and they were telling me how the things works over here and everything. I mean, Manny is the most important thing because he's kind of like the captain of the team. So if the captain makes you feel comfortable, that's, that's a huge thing. And he was just telling me how the things work in there and, and how we got to be. And I think I was agree with mostly everything that it was going on in there, and I feel good with it. Second row on the, on the left here, Bryce. Um, Juan, one thing the Padres have struggled with this season is consistently producing offense and runs. Uh, first of all, what gives you confidence that you guys can turn that on when it matters most in the playoffs, especially when you're going to face Scherzer and maybe potentially DeGrom, two of the best in the game? I mean, because we have a great lineup. <laughs> I mean, we have a great lineup. As you see from the first batter all the way to the ninth hitter, uh, there's there's some guys that they can do damage, and we we're never gonna give up. Uh, I know the pitching that we have, and we trust on them. So <clears throat> it's all about our offense, and we just gotta get it going. Hey, Kevin, down there on the left in the first row. Well, what do you like about playing here in New York? I mean, a lot of families over here, so I wanna make them proud, and I wanna make them to enjoy the game. So. I just come in to play for them and try to do my best. That is something that you think about when you come here, that you'll be playing in front of them, and what's cool about that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Through all my minor league systems and everything, a lot of them, they, they, they don't get the chance to see me, and whenever I come here and they get the chance to see me, it's just I feel proud of myself and just give them joy. And I think... For me, the family is everything. The family is first, and whenever I see them, I want to play well for them. Fresh road down in front, AJ. Juan, you said Manny's like the captain. Now that you've played with him for two months, what have you learned about him that maybe you didn't know before, and what's kind of surprised you about about him? I mean, his leadership. I mean, uh, I never think he was commanding the team that way and getting the team and getting everybody going. Uh, it's impressive what he's doing in there, things that we can say over here, but... Uh, he's been doing great, great leader, and he's put on a sample. There he is, Juan Soto in New York, getting ready for the playoffs. The wild card series starts tonight, the Padres and the New York Mets. And, uh, boy, it would be wonderful for Juan Soto to hit a hot streak here, start tonight and keep it going for a couple of weeks. You know, when the Padres got him, you know, I, I was probably leading the charge, but I, I think everybody around town was saying this is a generational ball player. This is one of the best players in baseball, young player. He's going to carry the Padres to new heights. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, Juan Soto's hit the skids. I mean, he just did not have a big start for the Padres. As Tony pointed out at the beginning of the show, he did finish the season on a on a bit of a run, but overall... I think we were all expecting more than 16 RBIs out of Juan Soto in 52 games. I mean, yeah. it just didn't happen for him. But, you know, like you said about Grisham earlier, he hits one three-run home run tonight, and uh, he's going to be the toast of the town. So. See, the other thing about Juan Soto is that even in the playoffs, if he's getting on base through walks, it's it's it means a lot more than it did during the regular season. Any base runner is going to help. And so if he's going to walk his way around the, the bases, then I'm fine with it. 90 feet at a time. It's going to be uh, 90 feet. You're going to have to fight for every 90 feet you get in this series against this pit, these pitchers, 
against these teams. Uh, these are the kind of games I expect. And, uh, you know, hopefully, Scraby, you and I are doing a special show after game two. Tonight, tonight I should mention, after the game, uh, Sammy Lev will have his postgame yes, show. Yes, But make sure you stay tuned tonight no. following game one. Tomorrow morning. I'm sorry. Oh, they changed. Yes. Ben and Woods are going to be Here, on tomorrow yes. morning. See, I... I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Never, I will take it right now so that I don't have to hear about nobody's it gonna. Nobody's going to stick to Nobody. you with that. All right, you're wrong. Okay, thank uh, you. No, it will be Ben and Woods tonight after the game. So uh, those guys are going to be coming in and doing a special post-game show tonight. And then you and I yes. are going to be doing a special post-game show following the clinching victory yes. in Game 2 it's gonna be a tomorrow night. Because you know what? I really don't want it to go to Sunday. Me neither. I don't want to messing up my football Sunday with the Padre game. So no, I, I was. Just I want like, to be relaxing, getting ready for the next round, and just sit back on Sunday and enjoy some football. I would love to do that. If the Padres are flying to Los Angeles. That means that everything went according to plan, Chris. That's the idea, Scraby. And uh, the kind of football I want to see on Sunday is not going to look anything like what was on last night. That was brutal. You know, I I, I actually worked really hard last night to call up the game on Amazon Prime. <laughs> why? Uh, and then I wondered why. <laughs> it was such an awful game it last really night. It really was. Denver and Indianapolis. The Colts ended up winning 12-9. to There were seven field goals, four interceptions, and ten sacks. No touchdowns. And I'll tell you one thing. Right now, the Denver Broncos... After we're wondering what they spent all that money on Russell Wilson for, because he looks he looks completely lost out you, there. Yeah. For you know, for a Hall of Fame High level player. quarterback yeah. that he is, he looks completely, you know, like he just doesn't have a clue what's going on with that offense. Did you see uh, KJ Hamler? I believe that's his name. He was wide open on the final play, and he even like on the field was like wide hey, open, wide open. Yeah. Like all Russell Wilson needed to do was look over there and barely flick it. And it, it would have been, been an there. easy touchdown easy to win the touchdown. game. But instead, Indianapolis won it 12-9. to We'll take a break. Joe Musgrove from New York City set to join us when we come back on Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 